Welcome to the podcast, Appetite for Distortion, episode number 288. My name is Brando. Another episode you could watch on Zoom, another fan review episode. I wish I thought of do- about doing this, you know, when the reunion first started. You know, I gave my reviews, but to have you, the AFD show listener, the, uh, the Guns N' Roses fan, to be on the show, just gotten some great feedback, not just from the people who have been on, including Eric. You, you're, what's this, your third time already? Like, do we yeah, sign up? Do I owe you money? You know, for no. being- <laughs> Maybe I owe you. <laughs> so, so uh, Eric, Eric Peacher from Ohio. I forget the name of the town. Iowa. Oh, so, yeah. Mo- okay. I, I mean, I know Iowa. I was thinking yeah. of one of those uh, random small towns around it that I didn't know. So Iowa. So I have you, you've been on with, uh, you were one of my guest hosts for Ginger Baker, uh, right? And Josh Todd, Buck Cherry. Yeah. Something else, which is something else that I do. You know, if you're new to the podcast, I always get new listeners. Although, before I forget it, speaking of new, be sure to follow my new Twitter at the AFD podcast. Because I don't know if you guys did this. So we'll talk about because today's review is going to be of uh, Fargo. I can't do the accent. Fargo, North Dakota. Kind of. No, that's not. That's, that's pretty bad. That's not my forte is doing accents. Uh I, I hopefully you guys didn't share videos. I know you shared some pictures, but my old Twitter was shut down by sharing my own crappy quality uh, videos. Yeah. Whatever, it's my own fault for enjoying myself. It's fine. Uh, so I wanted Eric has been on as a guest co-host, which again I do sometimes with all of you listeners, which is why it's important to follow on social media when I announce guests. Eric, you're so quick. You're like me. I'm available. I'll do it. I'm always there. <laughs> I'm just happy that you're there for your your girlfriend. Uh, and it, can you introduce yourself, by the way, since we know Eric already? My name is Nikki Blado. Hi, Nikki. How are you? Good morning, Iowa. I'm good. Cool. So how long have you guys been together, if you don't mind me asking? 12 years. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So the long haul. All right. Good yeah. job, Eric. Maybe you all heard me. <laughs> Yeah, thanks, brother. Yeah, probably. <laughs> All right, very cool. Very cool. So I thought not just when Eric volunteered because he says I'm going to the Fargo show, and this is something I encourage everybody to do as we knock on wood, something else we'll keep talking about, this uh, this tour that's still going. Uh, people already said, hey, I'll do the L.A. date. I'll do the Phoenix date. I'll do the Baltimore date, me- messaging me. So continue to, to volunteer and to do that. But when Eric volunteered, I'm like, who are you going with? You know, I, Eric's, you're great, but I want to give a little something different this time. And he's like, oh, I'm going with my girlfriend, Nikki. Perfect. Perfect. Because as you guys have known, you know, these past, uh, the past three GNR shows, including the one before COVID, I've gone with my fiance. So those were her, her first three Guns N' Roses shows. Nice. So while she likes GNR, 
as I've discussed on the show, and maybe we'll get into more of it later, she's more of a Dave Matthews fan. She's right. the, that's her guns or roses. So I, when you said you went with your girlfriend, I was curious about her allegiance to GNR and what that dynamic was like. I see you're wearing a GNR shirt, but are you as diehard as Eric? Is that something like an addiction that you've had to, to deal with over the year? Uh, I'm not quite years? as diehard as he is, but after the Fargo show, I don't know. I might be a little bit more diehard. <laughs> okay. So were you, Eric, obviously you've been a GNR fan your entire life, but when right. you guys met 12 years ago, like, do you, want, do, you mind, do you mind me asking how you met? Did you meet at a concert or was it any cool story that behind how you guys met? We met through a mutual friend, actually. Mm-hmm. He was coming to town to hang, oh. hang out with our friend and we met and been together ever since. Yeah. Oh. I was living in D.C. at the time and then came out here to meet, meet a friend for his, uh, his grandmother's birthday and just to hang out. And then uh, he introduced me to her. Okay. That's nice. I had to, I forgot if I said this and it is GNR related when, um, you know, I, I've been engaged and I've been with my, my fiance for over three years now. But when I was, I finally gave into online dating, I wanted to meet somebody like you guys, you know, me through a friend and it just wasn't happening, especially with my, my job. So I did uh, the online dating and in my profile, uh, one of the things that it said was hosts a guns and roses podcast. Yeah. Not that like I'm, it's nothing to brag about, like who gives a shit, you know, to most people, but it was just intriguing enough for people to ask, you know, the right kind of people. And she sat with sure. me. I remember our first date. She, uh, I, my go-to, my thing was, I, I don't, I don't know if you had a, you know, plan on your first date. There was a pizza place across from the radio station. I would always do that and be like, Oh, I'll give you a tour of the radio station after, which would not like, I don't think my girlfriend will listen to this. That was always my go-to date. And it worked on her also. Wow. Uh, but she stayed around to listen, do me, have me do a podcast. She's like, oh, can I stick around while you record? So anyway, so that's why I'm intrigued to hear about your dynamic. So when did you first? I remember you told, you told that story to Susan Holmes McKagan. Yeah. You had her on the podcast. I remember hearing that story that you, you told her that. You know more about the podcast than I do, Eric, I think. Because it's, <laughs> it's like I know I told the story to somebody and was it on the air? You know, and, and again, always new listeners. So sorry for those who are boring with the same story. And for those, no. who, those who are new, and I can show you this, uh, this Nikki, she made me this pillow. GNR loves DMB. Very nice. And sorry, as I keep going, because I want to get this uh, out there. Uh, maybe you saw on social media that we're looking, we, we, maybe next June we'll get married. It's hard to tell in this climate, you know, kind of, uh, Kind of thing. We really don't care that much. Like it'll happen when it happens. But the one thing we did settle on is if we could find a cover band that could play Guns N' Roses and Dave Matthews. I don't know if that's possible. It's interesting. <laughs> right? It might be. It might be. So actually, her being, a, you know, somebody commented uh, on my post with all these kind of cool mashups. Of, G- of Dave Matthews songs and, and GNR songs, like Don't Drink the November Rain instead of like Don't Drink the Water. Uh, again, if you're not a Dave Matthews fan, I only know these songs now because of her. I've been forced to. And that's why I'm curious with, with you that if you were forced to like GNR, it seems like you weren't. Uh, okay, so I, I love her. I want to like Dave Matthews. It's just not happening. So I put it out there and it's been shared. So if anybody knows of a, if you play in a cover band that can 
do a good job at Guns N' Roses and Dave Matthews. Hit me up. So anyway. I'll keep my eyes open. <laughs> so uh, I guess, Nikki, when did you first notice that, that Eric had a problem? Meaning, like, when was he, like, obsessed with Guns N' Roses? When did you first notice that? Oh, pretty early on. I mean, pretty early on. That's what he listens to. It's what he wears. So I have a hard time when I get my Guns N' Roses T-shirts because I don't think he – owns anything that isn't guns and riddles so i'm like i can't wear mine because we can't be in that matching couple that goes out so that's funny yeah. that is really funny and i had a which was weird i dated this canadian girl and we met through guns and roses like that's a that's a long boring story but uh she would always say like you wear too many band t-shirts i should have known right away that yeah. she was not the one and i should have no. broke up with her right then and there awesome. Yeah. But, I, but that makes me feel good, Eric, that you wear Guns N' Roses all the time, not just for this podcast. No, no. <laughs> oh, and by the way, for people who are watching, I'm not just a, a hipster douche wearing this bandana inside. I'm wearing it well, hey, because it's from 2002, the MSG show with the Chinese. So uh, cool you were at that. And I want people to be reminded because, yeah, we're reviewing Fargo today, but as we're putting this out last night, Montana happened. And hopefully I'll get a fan on to review Montana, but it's already news. So I want to talk about it now because it's relevant, but uh, Wolfgang and, and Mammoth had to cancel. I think Eric, actually, when you tagged me or I saw your tweet, you were the first one. I, I think you beat me, everybody to the punch other than yeah. Mammoth themselves. I saw that. And so wait, wait did you hear about um, what, what did Duff and Slash say on their, their XM show? Oh uh, yeah, yesterday's XM. He's he does that show every Friday morning at uh, um, Two Chords and the Truth with uh, Duff and Sue, and they played a Ramon song about something like "Stay Away, Stay Away." And Susan said something about something to the effect of, of "It's really hard touring right now. We're touring like a baseball team. Like uh, you remember what happened to the Yankees?" And she said, um, "We're just kind of." keep everybody in a bubble and we stay away from everybody. We want to take pictures with you guys. We want to sign autographs, but you know, we can't get anybody sick. And um, you know, maybe that leads a little bit into when we were in Fargo, we were seeing the, the dis difference in the wristbands, like the local Fargo cruise wristbands were a little different than the crew. The crew had the badges, you know, the lanyards and then the fans, we had ours. And um, you know, they were saying that the, uh, the local crew, they were all COVID tested and had to have a special band just to e even talk or get close to the GNR crew that was setting up the show, you know? So it sounds like they're really, they're really kind of keeping everybody, uh, everybody away, which, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's unfortunate, but you know, if it keeps the show going, then, you know, you got to do what you got to do. That's why sure. you know, looking back. I mean, I, I'd like to think, I mean, who knows? Uh, I would know if I was sick by now. I mean, I, 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 I got Pfizer, so I mean, I even if I do get it, it wouldn't be that bad. Uh, sure. But when I went to Hershey Park, there were no masks. I regret not what putting on my my Guns N' Roses appetite for a vaccination mask in the merch line where everybody was packed in. I should have done that. Uh, slightly more masks I saw at MetLife. Not still not a lot. I did wear my appetite for vaccination mask. It's in the laundry right now, which is why I, I'm just symbolically symbolically showing my uh, my bandana so you can just put That's it up. Great. You know, I'm just throw it up. It's not that big of a deal. I know it shouldn't be that big of a controversy. Even if you, you're one of the people who don't believe or are just afraid or whatever, just think of other people and 
you know, it's uh, hopefully this is not the first domino and that Mammoth was just right taking precaution. Uh, so I before. So that's that's why I, I maybe we're holding off on the Montana review. Maybe we don't know all the the details uh, yet with that. So I want to go to. So how long of a trip is it to Fargo? Because all I know about Fargo, which was, uh, which was illustrated on the on the lithograph on the poster, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. designed by the brilliant Arian Bueller, uh, who said who agreed he's going to come back on the podcast. I believe for the fourth time. That'd be and, awesome. He wants to do what we're doing right now, Eric, a Zoom interview. So like maybe he'll be in the studio. He can show us a bunch of his work. So uh, how long of a trip is it from Ohio to Fargo? How long? To- Iowa. 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 But it's nine hours. It's a nine-hour drive. So the weekend before we were getting ready to go up there, he decided just five plane tickets. So we flew out there. So it only took. Three hours. Three hours. Yeah, we'd never been to Fargo either, and uh, what a great city, great town. So fun. When he says, we actually had a blast. <laughs> cool. And when he says he wants to go to Fargo to see Guns N' Roses, is there any hesitation on on your part? You know, you're just like, okay. Nope. And definitely not after the show. I mean, we were right up front, and it was amazing. It was so great. What's the city like? Because, again, all I, I know of it is from, you know, movies and the TV show and all the stereotype. Like, what was it? I, I, can you describe it's it at all? Little, fun little city atmosphere. Their downtown was really nice. Yeah. All the we kind of drank our way through downtown on Tuesday. I mean, if there is a restaurant <laughs> bar serving alcohol, we were there. We uh, and yeah, a lot of cool, super friendly, nice people. Clean town. Yeah, everybody there was super nice. I mean, we like she said, we kind of just uh, got there on Tuesday morning, you know, and made our way around town, went find something to eat, you know, went to all the local bars and uh, um, restaurants and stuff, and uh, you know, walked. We stayed right across from the Fargo Dome, so it was uh, easy to walk over there and check out the venue. And uh, I think I sent you a couple pictures of it. You know, it was. Uh, um, yeah, it was it was great. I mean, nothing was more than an eight or ten dollar Uber ride. Okay. So, yeah, it was it was. I would go back there. Everybody was super friendly, and it was fun. How is the Fargo Dome? Shout out to Vinyl Taco. <laughs> what about tacos? I missed that first part. Vinyl Taco. It was this awesome little restaurant bar we were in, and they were great. I would go back to Fargo just to go there. Mm-hmm. Considering yeah. Axel's love of tacos, depending upon what time of day, you might have run into him. Time of we, were lo- we were looking. We were definitely looking. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, I didn't know what to expect, but everybody asked me, you know, why are you guys here? What, what are you guys doing in town? I said, well, you know, we're here for the show. Oh, what what show's that? Guns, Guns and Roses. <laughs> oh, I didn't know they were here. I'm like, do you guys not have a rock radio? <laughs> it was not really that well advertised. They sold it out, but it was. The amount of bartenders, Uber drivers, restaurants, servers that, you know, they didn't know that Guns N' Roses were even in town, which surprised us. That is surprising because what is going on in Fargo that's like they're not aware of Guns N' Roses coming to town? You know, I understand New York City where there's, you know, everything happening. Like, oh, what what concert, what game, which one? But Fargo, all right, all right. Uh, But you, you said it was 
So do we know officially if it was sold out or was it close to? Because I know uh, ticket sales in general, not just GNR wise, but band wise have, have been difficult since the return of touring. So yeah. it's, it's full. Oh, it was full. Yeah. Um, we got there about five. I think the doors were at five. We probably got there about five, five thirty, and got down there. We walked right up to the rail. There was already a, quite a, quite a group of people up there, but, um, you know, by the end, by the time GNR got on there, that, that pit was pretty full. It was, uh, it was pretty bad. What? And I, I remember turning and looking around and, uh, that place was pretty, pretty full. And how how is how Fargo Dome compared to other like arenas and stadiums you've been through? Very yeah. nice. They were well organized, except for the merchandise truck out front. Yeah, the merch truck had a few hiccups, but um, yeah, they were. It was well. It was well organized. It was uh, everybody there knew where where I was going, or you know, if I asked a question, where's the bathroom? Where's the you know, where's the stairs? It was it was it was legit. <clears throat> what happened with the merch truck? Because I know that's obviously a big deal to everybody. You know, I bought my my shirts. Um, well, tell me about your merch excursion. Well, they were supposedly going to open it at three thirty. There was one couple waiting there since one. We got there about two thirty, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, we went there probably around eleven and found it right across the the parking lot from our hotel about eleven and. Um, he said they'd open at two thirty. So yeah, like she said, we came back around two thirty, and there was already a couple in in line. Um, Rick and Rick and Kim. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Kim's a huge GNR fan too. <laughs> yeah, they were. They we got to chit chat with them for about an hour until they uh, they opened it. But uh, um, yeah, they had some problems with the internet and their POS system. So it was another probably hour that we got to stand in line and wait for the internet to come up and. Uh, get our stuff and run it back to the hotel. Yeah. Well, you, you got to buy it legally. Cause it just came out also in the news as we try to keep this as up to date. I as saw possible. That. Yeah. The guns and roses is suing for a bootleg merch. Yeah. So, so those are, those are the dudes who are outside after that's what they're referring to or what do you, that's what, what I'm guessing. Either that or those Chinese that are the Chinese junk that's on eBay. Yeah. I got to think so. Which makes me yeah. wonder. Are they going to take back this hat, this ugly hat that I bought <laughs> on Amazon? Right. Where are these made? I, I love it. They definitely came from a foreign country. But whatever. I spent enough money on them. I posted right, right. I got mine at the Lincoln show a couple of years ago. So I'm good. I was in Nebraska. So no more so no more shirts? Like, what did you buy? Because they had some, like, I'll just say, Nikki, for instance, like, my, my fiance will just take my band shirts for the most part. It's, but she's like, she saw the one meant for children. It happens to fit both of us, whatever. It's the one that says, I survived Guns N' Roses. Yes. It's the teal one. And she's yep. like, oh, I love that one. So even that one, did you didn't want to get that one? Or uh, I got the, uh, the orange sleeve, long sleeve, which is. Yeah. That was cool. I got the black long sleeved one with the bloody red bullet logo on the back. Okay, nice. Wait, it didn't have anything on the front, so I didn't put it on for today. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. No, I like that. That's all I asked for. So yeah. He bought me that and he got himself like five shirts and lithographs. <laughs> yeah. A whole bunch of stuff. So you got the, so you got the Fargo lithograph? I did. I did. did and you? I, uh, Good. I may have, I may have an extra that, that I could send to you. Uh, he got I mean, me 
until he he wants to be nice about it, but he got it for you. <laughs> I got to say, I did. If you really did, I mean, uh, I did. I, I, thank you. I, I if, yeah. you, if you don't know, Eric, I'm very terrible at receiving compliments and even worse at receiving gifts. Let me send you 50 bucks for it because no, you know, nope, nope, no. Uh, <laughs> all right, we'll, we'll talk after. Thank you because that yeah. that one was going. Wow, that one was. Uh, do you have any stories? It was the last. It was the last episode that we did that people are approaching. You know, in, in line. If you bought a lithograph, like, hey, you know, I have a hundred bucks right here for you if you want it. Where people yeah. like looking. Anything like that? Like anyone approach you after? No, those were high demand. They are, yeah, and I, I like the Fargo one the best. It's not the, it's not sports themed, so I kind of dug it when I saw it. I was like, oh, this one's not even sports themed because you know the sports themed ones are cool, but it doesn't scream GNR like that, that white Fargo with the blood in the snow. Yeah, the only yeah. sports one that I've seen that is like GNR is the uh, the Michael Jordan with the uh, the head because you know that one was cool. Yeah, that's that's about it. But now, I mean, I see. I have again processing gifts and, and, and the good things happening. To me. <laughs> I shouldn't have put you on the spot. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. I want a rapid reaction. So now I need to, as I move my camera up, I got to find more of a wall because when I first started doing this, feel feel my quarantine, not doing episodes in the radio studio and doing them in Zoom at home. I'm running out of room. I have no more room. I got. I got a. I don't know. I got to knock stuff down. I don't even have my pinball thing framed. It, it stays like in the corner over there. And I just put it up for the episodes. Wow. It's really cool though. I, I love, uh, I want to read that one comment on Twitter, which I think you would, it wasn't on Twitter. It was on, uh, it was on YouTube. Um, it was just basically calling me a fanboy or for two other fanboys. Can I bring it up here? Nope. That's me talking. I probably should have brought it up right away, but I like the feeling of live radio. Eh, I can't find it, but it was just like calling me a fanboy, uh, talking to two other fanboys, and that's kind of the point of what I want to do. Right, right. Yeah, I'm a professional, uh, but I want to come off as 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 one of you. Oh, I, I can't find it. This is why I need like an intern. So if anyone wants anyone <laughs> wants to do like free intern work for the uh, the AFD podcast, let me know. I can't just do it all myself. I do enough anyway. So uh, you were there, you know, you already got the lithograph, you got your shirts. When do you finally, well, you don't sit onto your seats, you're front row, right? Right. So you're, you're holding the lithograph for the entire show, lithographs? No, we ran it back to the hotel. We ran all the stuff back to the hotel. We were literally right next door to the yeah. venue. Yeah, so I didn't have to hold them. So, um, yeah, we took it all back to the hotel and then uh, um, had a couple drinks there in the room and then. Waited till about five. The doors were at five. And I think we got there perfect time of 515. You know, they'd already all the people who had lined up had already gone in. So we were uh, we were able to just walk right through there, right through the metal detectors, get our wristbands and uh, walk right down there. Stand right on the rail. I mean, literally. Probably six feet from Slash. It was neat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. Well, you, yeah, well, Eric, you're a true concert pro. You know where to stand. You know, like how to put, you know, not carry your stuff all the way. You know what you're doing. You I know. try. I do try to plan it out in advance. You know, to know, you know, this is my, this is the steps for the day. I, I need to know. Be at this time, at this time, at this time, at this place, and uh, try to get it, uh, get it, uh, get it, get it fun for everyone. 
Are you like that at all, Nikki, when you go to a show? Like when it's like it's your concert, are you or are you just there to have fun or are you as regimented and planned? I'm just there and if, if it works out, it works out. I don't try to plan anything because I don't want to be disappointed. So I was there, just followed him. <laughs> <laughs> and we made it just the right spot. I had my Slash t-shirt on. Slash was playing just for me, right in front of me. He didn't smile, but he was smiling inside. He was. He, I know he was. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> um, yeah, we met uh, we met the couple in line that uh, Kim and Rick, and then another couple that was there next to us, uh, Kathy and Dave. We met. They were also there. And I told Nikki, I was like, you know, we just you know chit chat with people. And, you know, if we want to take a bathroom break or something, you know, we'll hold their spot. They'll hold our spot. It worked out perfect. You know, met some met some new friends and. Uh, um, you know, we got to talk to them during the intermission and before the show, and it was great. Look at that. Buddy system. I yeah. like it. <laughs> Both of those couples were going to the Montana show. So they okay. were leaving North Dakota going up there. Yeah, if you don't have any Montana reviewers, I can. Uh, I did get, get with them on uh, Facebook. Yeah. I'll, I'll tag them in on your, uh, on your posts and see if the, they'd be willing, because they were super nice and also diehards. They'd been to – I think they went to the – the uh, New Jersey show that you were at okay. and then the, the Fargo in Montana. Yeah. Let them know. That's kind of the, the point of, you know, while it's also obviously fun doing these fan reviews for, for you, the people who come on the people who listen, but it's also to, to network keep, Hey, there's this show that not just talks guns or roses, but wants to hear you talk about guns or roses. Right. So, it, so it's, it's paying it forward. And I, I think it's fun, especially like, you guys are describing how I was after Hershey Park in New Jersey. You're feeling it for a few days. Like you're just trying to get that energy out of you. Like, oh, you know, this is concert energy. So I, I completely get it. And it's a fun way to do it on the uh, quote unquote radio. It is. It is. Yeah. Just to talk about it. But, you know, everybody at work, well, I went back to work yesterday and everybody asked me, you know, how was the show? How was the show? You know, I, I'll probably talk to you for an hour about it if you let me. But uh, now you, you'll just be like, listen to this podcast. Now you know what. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> so, uh, did you get there in time for Wolfgang when you finally settled in? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How was how was he? How was that experience? He was good. He was good. It was. It wasn't. I liked him. I, I bought the CD early because I wanted to, and I've been listening to it. I mean, that's how how old I am. I have a CD player in my car, but I listened to, <laughs> I've been listening to it for a nonstop for a, a few weeks, trying to get the songs, you know, trying to learn them and know what was going to happen, what the set list was for, for Wolfie. And yeah, I thought he was great. I, I, I tell my, anybody, if you see this, this tour, you gotta, you gotta go see Wolfie. Don't sit in the parking lot or don't stand at the beer stand. Go, go check out Wolfie because he, I, I thought he was amazing. He was, and I'm glad I got to see him twice. And but as we we said earlier, you know, trying to keep this uh, as up to date as possible, they they posted something yesterday that uh, one of their touring personnel got COVID and just an extra abundance, and it was shortly before the show, I believe. So right. it, it is it is disappointing. However, I tweeted this saying, you know what, I, I I'm, I'm glad that they did this. They need to be cautious. Uh, you know, obviously, if, if sacrificing one show for the betterment of the tour and also the health of everybody, that's okay because Wolfgang is going to be around for a long time. Plenty of opportunities to go see him. So uh, while it could be frustrating, it sucked for the fans that went, 
it had to be done. This is just the world we live in. So that's why, you know, I'm representing, trying to be smart, wear my, my, my mask in here. Although I, no one's around for me to get COVID in, in the house, I think. So I'll take it off my face and stop looking stupid. <laughs> so uh, obviously we know, and I, I'm not going to keep making this joke as we keep doing these reviews. Uh, the opening act ends and you're not waiting. You know, to, you're not doing your taxes before Guns N' Roses comes on. You don't need to take right. a nap. You know, you're not, they come on on time. They did. So, yeah, they were actually early in Fargo. I think they, Wolfie was six, started at 6.30. So we stood about an hour waiting on Wolfie and he was done by 7.15 maybe. And 7, 6.30 to 7. Yeah, I think 7.15. And he play eight songs. 10 songs. I think he played 10 songs, eight or 10 songs. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, we didn't have to wait long for GNR. I told I told Nikki, I said, I think it's probably still another hour for GNR. But um, now they they started that uh, the animation and everything started going. I said, no, well, we're we're going now, and you know, they came right out, supercharged, and it was amazing. I feel like Axel was having so much fun at that show. He looked excited, happy, and I don't know, the energy was amazing it was so fun i think it's one of the best shows i've ever been to what what number show was this for you nikki for me i've been to miami lincoln denver kansas city kansas city next week we go to los angeles so oh, wow. but yeah so i've been that's my fifth one yeah, i think it's your her fourth or fifth yeah oh wow and eric i forget if i've asked i'm sure i've asked you you're you're in double digits are you in- no no not yet not yet. Okay. Yeah. Huh. I'll, I'll, I'll be there by, by October, but yeah, not yet. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll have to throw a party when you hit 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I envy this. I'm glad you're doing this time at this time. And, and what I did with my version of it with traveling with the band or, or seeing multiple shows and I like, and it's, it's fun. You see why people did it with the, the, with the grateful dead, you know? Right. Right. But we, you know, it's have- a, it's a good way for us to, to go out of town to see cities we would normally wouldn't go to. I mean, we're, we've never gone to Fargo together and seen Fargo. We'd never have gone to Miami together, but it gives you a good excuse to go see a new city, you know, get out of town, do something together. And, you know, it's fun. That's very true. We, if I, I think I had to work the next day, uh, which is why we didn't stay over at Hershey park. Cause she was like, Oh, I, I wanted to go, maybe go to Pittsburgh and all these places. So we'll, We'll do that at some point, but you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Is is a chance. So that's why I like that they're going to these, you know, not the always the usual cities. You know, I, I've been to Boston. Yeah, it's great to go there, but to go to Fargo, to go to Montana, you know, these these places you would never go to. I would never go to. I mean, they seem great, but you no. need that extra push to push to go to it. So, I guess Eric, what was the and, and, and Nikki, what were the highlights? Eric, you know the set list. Like, what were you looking for? And Nikki, you're I'm sure you're just. You know, enjoying yourself, or are you, or is focused? Are you aware that there's going to be a new song? Like, oh, like, what are your thoughts as this? As it's so easy, finally. You know? He knows what their set list is. I know that they open with "It's So Easy," and I know they end with "Paradise City." <laughs> That's it, right? My highlight was when Duff came over and he was playing, and he smiled at me, and I was like, "Okay, yeah, <laughs> I have lived, I have lived, yeah, it's kind of love." <clears throat> Didn't say anything similar to what my fiance said. Uh, when we went to the Texas show, her first time seeing him, she's like, "Whoa, 
Duff is hot. Like you should see his <laughs> wife. And yeah. uh, and then last time she's like at New Jersey. She's like, Axel looks good, but you know what? It's Duff. It's still Duff. Look like him when you're older. <laughs> I'm like okay, <laughs> thanks, thanks. Yeah. yeah. Any comments the like that, to Eric? What's that, bud? I was like, was there any like comments like that to Eric or Eric? Did you look at your? Oh, eyes? absolutely. <laughs> One of the shows, I'm like, look at Duff. He's looking for me. He's looking for me, and he's like. Nikki, you know, he's married and her name is Susan and she was a model. I'm like, <laughs> he's, he's I'm just saying. <laughs> I love it. So I guess, Erica, what are you looking for? Well, you know, uh, Nikki, we got it. You, you got your, your internal smile from Slash. You got your external smile from Duff. You're, you're yeah. enjoying yourself. But I guess, Eric, what Axel are you? Axel waved at Eric. Yeah, you, you sent me that picture. When did yeah. Axel wave at you? Or was he waving at you uh, or was he waving at the cute girl? No, he was waving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I, you know, everybody there, they're in the black T-shirts, and I wear that that old red Chinese democracy era soccer jersey, you know. So it, it kind of stands out, you know, being being a red in a sea of black. And I, I was standing right in the front, you know, and he came over and he was he was standing there, you know, I was leaning on the rail, but every time Axel would come over, you know, I, I stood up, you know, I wanted to to look at him and you know see him. He, he was six feet away from me. So, you know, the closest I've ever been to him. And, you know, and then I waved like an idiot at him and <laughs> I did like that. <laughs> he, he did it right back to me. And I looked at her. I mean, I, I looked at her. I said, you saw that, right? You saw it. He waved at me. And she goes, oh, yeah, I saw it. I saw it. <laughs> so, yeah, that was uh, that was that was pretty cool. Just to, uh, you know, just to get his attention, you know, for a split second, you know, only a split second of his time. But I'll remember it forever. That's funny. And because it, it wasn't you, somebody else, because I retweeted what you sent me, that Axel waved at you. And, and now, because Nikki said so, I believe that he wasn't waving at her and he was waving no. at you. I thought initially, okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, Not but, like the time when we were at a show and Vince Neil fist bumped me, but totally blew him off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, she gave, Vince Neil reached down to give fist bumps and gave her one. And I put my fist up and he, he walked, walked away. <laughs> And just left me hanging. <laughs> no, his nose where his bread is buttered. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not 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 with the dudes. <laughs> not with the dudes. <laughs> That's funny. Because uh, I I retweeted another listener tagged me in a photo they they took. It might have been from the the previous show of at, at Detroit where Axel was waving, and I I retweeted. I'm like I've seen so many pictures of Axel doing like the two hand wave or the wave. He's become yeah. so wavy he since has. the reunion. I guess that's good. I mean, I've just never, you look back at old footage. He's not waving. I mean, he's shaking his arms like angrily, but now he's just like, hi. He's like, I thought, I thought the same thing. I'm like, it's so different. You know, back in the day, you know, the only thing he would acknowledge you is if you flipped him off, you flip him off, he's going to, he's going to come at you. But you know, you wave, he didn't, he didn't pay it no mind. But I think, uh, I don't know. I think maybe he missed us being locked up for the last year. Like we all did. So, you know, just, being out there waving at us and stuff, I think it's uh, I think it's really cool. That is cool. Yeah, no, that, it's that's one of the best things, and it, it, you can tell talking to you two and all the fans I've spoken to, and it's affecting me. His mood on the stage affects everybody else, and when you have a good time, everybody's having a good time. I agree. It, it, yeah. It's it's shocking, you know, how much power I guess he has. I mean, he can, you know, maybe go through the motions, and you can feel it. Not to say that that's happened, but it's palpable when he's smiling and, you know, when he did the just a friend thing in New Jersey and he's right. still 
And he's even doing it uh, during November rain. And you see Slash looking over and smiling. So it's affecting the band. It's just a totally different dynamic, which is just uh, fascinating. It really is. As somebody who's never, I had never experienced that old, GNR, the dangerous GNR, and just a bit see have uh-huh. seen that on documentaries or TV. This is not your your mom and dad's uh Guns N' Roses. And no, definitely not. Anybody. Uh so I guess what were the other than the wave, what were the maybe the song highlights uh for you since you've you know, either of you, like what were some of the song highlights that you're like, oh wow, we felt so good to hear this, or he sounded good on this, or slash the solo on this was you know, stood out to me any 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 song favorites? Now I'm just I'm a Mr. Brownstone. All the way. that's my favorite by them. Rock Queen is awesome. I don't. It was just it was a whole <laughs> different story being right down there in front. It was so different. Everything was exciting. I don't know. They put on such an amazing show. I cannot wait for next week now. And everybody at my work's like, you're going to how many Guns N' Roses shows? I'm like five in three months. I know, five. And now I'm like, get me to the next one. Like, <laughs> I cannot wait. That's, that's so cool. That's how I felt after Hershey Park. I couldn't wait to go to right. New Jersey. And now, yeah. you know, I'm living vicariously through you. Because unless Atlantic City goes down in price, that, that's it for me for this year. So I guess what about you, Eric? The more... Uh, Hardened Guns N' Roses fan, the one that's harder to impress, you know, the one that has standards. You know, what were your, um, what were your songs? <laughs> you know, uh, he has no standards. I loved hearing the new song. You know, I think you and I have spoken how much we both love that new song. So, you know, and Axel said, you know, we, we have a new song and if you don't like it, tough, we're going to play it anyways. And, uh, and they played it and it sounded amazing. You know, it's, um, I, I thought the new song was great. I liked, um, I really liked Slash's solo in Rocket Queen. It was pretty extended. It was almost like that, that Rocket Queen on the Roxy CD with Miles Kennedy, you know, where the, he stretches the solo out for, you know, five or six minutes. And it was just like, you know, he can keep going. And she said to me, she said, I don't know how his fingers don't get so tired, but you know, he was, yeah, he was great on Rocket Queen. I, I thought the whole set was great, you know. Axel talking between songs, you know, like you. We've seen him come out there, you know, he doesn't say a word, just song, 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 good night, and he doesn't talk to the crowd. He's done that. But, you know, he was he was talking about, you know, when they did Wichita Lineman, he talked about Glenn Campbell. He did uh, a couple jokes about uh, Samuel L. Jackson when he did the uh, You Could Be Mine Um this is your WGNR and we're playing too many light songs. Some, some kind of joke like that. He was, uh, he, he was fun. You know, he had a blast up there. I, I was, it's literally the most fun I've ever seen Axel have on stage. That's cool. That is cool. And that, that, cause I, that's something that has changed this time around. Cause yeah, Axel would just go since the reunion. All right. You know what? Maybe every time I've seen him since other than, uh, Maybe like 2002, it was kind of just come out, like come out song, come out song, maybe a few words, but he's been more chatty. And I think people appreciate that. We want to hear from him. And exactly. especially when he's telling jokes, he's not really, he's not complaining about anything other than maybe some sound problems that have happened. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's been joking and it's, uh, people want to hear it. Usually with a, sometimes with an artist, you're just like shut up and sing. You know, like he says in, in, in sorry. 
you sing, but I also want to hear you talk. And he's funny. And, you know, I want to hear these stories from, uh, from Uncle Axel. Oh, and then before I forget, so I can make fun of my, my former co-host, yet still, still current friend. So Eric, when he when we were met up at uh, MetLife and we were in different seats, so I don't know what his viewpoint was, but he texted me the other day. He's like, "So uh, I was making a big deal about the set list, always seeing the same thing, but I was in the bathroom for absurd and I didn't even get to see it." I'm like, "Bro, come on!" He's like, "I, I left during Duff's uh, Duff song." I'm like. During the, the Stooges song. I'm like, hey, that's oh. one of the highlights also, him doing that. He's like, well, when am I supposed to go to the bathroom? I don't know. No. You don't. <laughs> exactly. We didn't. We Once didn't. The show started, we just stayed. Exactly. <laughs> we stopped drinking. See, that's, that's the key. Yeah. Maybe I, I mean, I'm going to start asking that because, Eric, I think you've laid a good foundation about what rules, do's and don'ts do you have for going to a concert? Me, I normally have like a bladder of an 80-year-old man. I, I'm going all the time. But once that just before that concert starts, I won't even eat an apple on the way in. Anything that could possibly go into my bladder. Nope, 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 nope. I'm, I'm not doing any of that. Maybe some sips of water so I don't dehydrate. You know what exactly. I mean? Right. But uh, yeah, no, there's no going to the bathroom. You know, that's no, so. no. Well, we weren't losing those spots last week. Yeah, no. Yeah, we got right up there on the rail, and I said. You know, I had a I had a white claw in hand, and I said, you know what, this is this is the last one. I I threw it away. I said, you know, that's that's it. You know, we were talking to the couples next to us, you know, saving the spots and stuff. And I was like, this isn't going to work once GNR comes on. So that was it. You know, we just yeah, no bathroom breaks. Just yeah. you got to stand there, get some good shoes, and uh, just hold on for the ride. It'll be over in three hours or so. <laughs> <laughs> there was a, quite a few discussions of depends going on on in that front row <laughs> a lot of people were talking about how maybe they should have invested <laughs> people have done that not to say that i have well maybe i should say i've i think i did this in velvet revolver maybe I didn't, oh, I, i've never said it i peed in a, in, in a cup and i just put it like in front of me i was up against the railing and yeah. nobody could see you know i'm a right. short guy and i just you know i found an empty beer cup and yes, hopefully, no, hopefully nobody drank it thinking it was beer. <laughs> so yeah, that, that was as far as I went. But yeah, do what you do, what you got to do, so you don't do do. Oh, sorry, that's, I should have. Right. I should have left that. I should have left that. Don't have that luxury though <laughs> of a that, sneak yeah. pee. That you is do not get a sneak pee, so you just got to hold it. That is true. That is true. My I my fiance has done that. She's like, I, I with her it doesn't matter. She could fight her way anywhere. With me, once I have my place, I'm not moving. She's like, oh, I'll go back. You know, you know, is make sure you know, give me the ticket because I'll, I'll have the tickets on my phone so I can get back in after she gets her alcohol, all that that fun stuff. But yeah, I, I wanted to ask though because you know, as we referred to before about masks being in close quarters during the um, the merchandising. What about up front? Is there any hesitation with people or are there people just so pushing? Like it's, it was still pre COVID. Like people are pushing. Yeah, it was, yeah, was pre COVID. Nobody, nobody had. Uh, I think we saw two people in there <clears throat> with wearing masks, but. Yeah, I think I saw Del James and Tom Mayhew on the side. I saw Yarma walk by and Kat. Um, they, they were all masked, but um, like, like the, the people in the stands or in the, in the pit. No, nobody was, uh, it was it was just like pre-COVID. Mm. Well, as uh, as they say, which is, I mean, Axel, he's uh, obviously controversial. I don't think it would really 
do any him any disservice to talk about masking if he wants to because he you know he was all political for a while um but it can help encourage people especially since here in new york you have to be now you have to be vaccinated to eat inside uh it sucks it really does and i understand people who don't want to get vaxxed i mean i'm not going to preach preach it but it was i saw this meme going around saying you know, maybe you don't want to get vaxxed and, and you, you don't necessarily have to think about the band, but think about all the crew members that have right. to be constantly tested and getting swabbed every day. And, you know, and they they have to work in masks. And I get it. It's hard, especially when you're in the pit wearing a mask, trying to breathe. You know, you just do the best you can you can for yourself and for everybody else. And hopefully, you know, uh, Wolf uh, Mammoth won't miss too many shows in GNR. Keeps going. It you can go to all five shows. That's that's kind. Of, you know, it's that's yeah. That's the hope. On, that's the hope. Knocking we on wood. <clears throat> yeah, we brought our vaccine cards mm. in case you know we're gonna go see them in Milwaukee also. And that one you have to show the proof to okay. bring it to go into Milwaukee. You get to show your show your vaccine card, which I'm fine with. You know, uh, the minute I we could get it, I said to her, you know, let's let's go get this because I don't want to be shut out of any shows this summer or this fall, you know, if because we don't have this. I was hesitant to get it. I was nervous. I was scared. And then, but if I would knew that the blame was going to get laid on me for ruining the summer, I was like, <laughs> fine, I'll get it. I mean, my dad's one of my best friends. He's eighty three, and you know, yeah, I, everything's been fine. So, yeah. It's it's I mean, I don't need to go off on a, a, a tangent about it, but I, I know I got it pretty early, but uh, my fiance got it even earlier because she's a dance teacher with little kids. And it's just, yeah, you got to figure out how to do it. She's teaching on Zoom. She, she's teaching in our living room. It was it was a nightmare for her. And she I I'm like this with all doctors. You really got to push me to go or something's got to be falling off. She's like, go. I want to travel this summer. I want to go to concerts. Get it. So I was in your position, Nikki. I didn't want to be the one to ruin the summer. So I'm like, all right, I got it. But yeah, you may need, and especially now, uh, whether it's your cards, the uh, was it the Excelsior app? Uh, I believe oh, that yeah, that yeah, has the Clear app and the clear app. all these different things. All these different things, which you only which may happen for concerts going forward. For the New Jersey and, and Hershey Park shows, it was just metal detectors. That that was it. Yeah. Which is always yeah. interesting for me because I'm like, are they going to think my cane is a sword? Because uh, I don't know if uh, I'm, I'm a handicap, Nikki. I have a, see my little handicap tattoo. So I, I have, um, I walk with a cane and leg braces. So you never know because this has happened to me before that they think like the cane is a weapon. And they always ask in, in airports, um, they're very cautious. They have like their own, their own airport cane to give to me so they can put the cane through the, uh, the machine and check. Cause it's watched a lot of movies where. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will say I don't carry it around with me for that reason, but I do have a sword cane. I do, but it's obvious. It has like a, like a, like a wolf head. It looks like something like <laughs> the far would have or something like that. It was just, it looks like a sword cane from the outside. Uh, but yeah, so I just see it. It'll be interesting going forward again. And, uh, I know not all fans are, are, are for it, but, you know, all vaccines at one point were experimental. And, uh, again, do what's best for you and the family. And if you feel like, hey, I don't, don't want to get it, maybe don't go to the show. Maybe go crazy. and uh, crazy. You know, maybe I, go when COVID's over. <laughs> <laughs> I 
just be glad we have doctors and smart people out there who can make that kind of a thing because yeah, it's pretty amazing. I'm always asking because I don't – yeah, we all have, supposed to have our, our general practitioner doctor, our general doctor, which I don't see uh, enough, but I still have to see my cat allergist every other week. So I'm asking her about it, and she tells us she's up to date. The allergy shots, you know, the allergist knows everything that's going on. So I trust her. You know, she's a very, you know, smart woman. So uh, that's if you're going to protect me from cats, I assume she's also going to protect me from COVID. Uh, That's good to know. Uh, So, Eric, any other highlights other than, you know, seeing absurd uh, anything that Uh, maybe 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 getting one of maybe getting Richard's pick. Okay. when. Richard, Richard came dancing over right there in front of us, you know, and I, I stood up and I was waving at him, you know, and I could, you know, he was right there in front of me and he took that, that, those new clear green picks that everybody's been going crazy for and he flicked me one. So getting that was kind of cool. Um, just the, the whole set list, everything The I, I will say I do miss the pyro, like when live and let die comes on and there's no pyro and, uh, I, I miss the pyro, but, um, other than that, you know, I'm sure you, like you saw, um, no, no confetti, no pyro, but other than that, you know, kind of stripped down, but I, I thought they absolutely killed it. And I, I think they're just gaining steam, getting back into the groove. Where's this rank for you? As far as the, you said, how many shows have you seen? Uh, seven, eight. This would be my six or seven. Okay. I have to, yeah. Six, six okay. or seven. I, I'd have to count. I'd have to look. look. That's all right. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I would. St- I would put that one right up there at the top. Yeah, definitely. The 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 best GNR show I've seen was definitely this one in Fargo. Wow. Oh wow. Okay. That's saying a lot. Um, yeah. The uh, um, the Miami one that at the Super Bowl we went down there. That was my birthday. Was that day? So I said, "Let's go down there for my birthday." And it was the Super Bowl. I had a couple friends in town who were also there, not to see GNR. They wanted to see the Super Bowl or just be around the Kansas City Chiefs and stuff. And uh, um, that was fun. But uh, I would definitely say that uh, this was the highlight. Wow! Wow! That, that's high even break. without the pyro. All right. Wow. Okay, Nikki. I mean, uh, again, you're not as uh, you, you love them, but you don't have the standards, as, 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 you know, the same standards. I mean, well, you're, I, you're I excited. Know. So is this? That's got to be up there for you too. Yeah, it was. It was awesome. I mean, it was the best one out of any of them I've seen. At Lincoln, we had the VIP and we had the backstage and all that. But I would rank only because of where we stood, the energy at the show, the crowd around us. I mean, a lot of people were our age, so there was no pushing up there. None. No pushing, no shoving. Okay. It was. Yeah, it was It was pretty, it was pretty cool. Uh, I mean, I've been in the pit for some Motley Crue shows, you know, where there are people flying over you, kicking you in the head, and, and a lot of shoving, and, you know, Nick, Tommy Lee handing out the Jägermeister and all sorts of crazy stuff at the crew. But I thought, you know, I was like, oh, we'll see how GNR does it, does it this post COVID in the pit and everybody was cool. It was, everybody was polite. Everybody in Fargo was nice. Um, there was no fighting security. didn't really have to do anything. Somebody threw a bra up on the stage. Somebody and they, threw dirty underwear or a bra. I don't know what it was. Uh, Some, uh, it was rooms. They got so, kicked out. <laughs> yeah, and security was on them right away. And I don't know if they kicked them out or if they told them, you know, you can't throw shit on the stage, but, um, yeah, it landed right over there, and I saw Slash kick it, 
And then uh, Tom Mayhew ran over there and picked it up and tossed it, tossed it off the side. But uh, I saw security on them. Yeah. (laughs) That's your job, Tom Mayhew, to pick up someone's dirty drawers. How did that happen? So that was somebody. So was that somebody like who couldn't get, didn't get the depends? (laughs) Now you have to get the depends. Look like depends. I couldn't tell if it was a bra or underwear or what it was, but I, I saw security on them pretty pretty quick, telling them, you know, you can't throw stuff on onto well, the stage. Didn't, they didn't go get the people with the bras, so that's why I was thinking this one was. Yeah, I don't know what it was. I don't know. Someone's tidy whities or something. I mean, if you are buying nice bras, you don't throw them. That shit's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, beautiful. Oh, this was, this was cool. So I, I know I've asked Eric this before since he's been on, but Nikki, do you have like a favorite piece of Guns N' Roses memorabilia or favorite t-shirt? You know, did, did Eric ever give you the, like a Eric's DMR? my favorite Guns N' Roses memorabilia. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's, that's the answer. Look at that. Did he ever tell you about his Axel tattoo? No. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a WWAD with Axel. You do? What would Axel do? Yeah. It- is it uh, TV friendly? Where can I see? Is it like a tramp stamp? Where is it? No, it's on my leg. I did it in the Navy when I was in Singapore, probably like 2001, 2002, something like that. Yeah. Axel with his long hair and his 22 jersey. Yeah, it was a, it was a picture from it's a picture from the Wembley show, the Freddie Mercury. Can we see it? Um, is it, is it, is it would it be hard to show? Or yeah, you know? it'd be kind of hard to show right now. I'm wearing pants, but take a then take a picture of it and sure. uh, mind, and then uh, I want to share that, or at least just let yeah. me see it because you know, that sounds cool. And I, I, you know what, first thing that popped in my head, I hope we get to tell Axel that story one day. Oh, I'd love to show, to. It, to show it to Axel. Yeah. All right. Well, no, you. I do have, I do have the bad bad apples. You do. Wow. Yeah. You're. Look at this. You've been, this is your third time on. You've become like more GNR obsessed each time. Like I had no idea <laughs> how diehard you are. He just didn't give it all away. See, and now I'm here to spill it. <laughs> yeah, <he does>. yeah. <laughs> Don't tell. Right, while you're here then, let me ask, does he have any, does he have any, was it his underwear? Did he throw the underwear? <laughs> I'm not going to tell that okay. no. because they kicked somebody else out for it. So, okay. <laughs> but no, uh, no guns or roses. Um, boxer shorts for you or anything like that okay i've never done that either i think that's uh socks might be as far as i go (laughs) yeah right yeah oh cool oh cool well it was uh, eric it was fun to have you on again i'm sure i'll have you on um you know i want to get other people to do reviews but you know co-hosting and you know who knows maybe if you guys want to do a a couple date who is it it was who who was name one of the couples you were on? It was Jim and Kim. Dave and Kathy. Or, oh yeah, Dave and Kathy and uh, Kim Kim and, Kim and Rick. They were the they were the couples to our left and to our right. And then uh, we found them found them on Facebook and uh, been watching their uh, their posts from Montana. They're both both those couples are in Montana. So um, yeah, I'm definitely gonna tag them in on your uh, on your Facebook and uh, see if maybe they if they know about the podcast or if they want to uh, to review. Cool. And again, that invite's open to anybody as long as this uh, this tour this uh, keeps going, which I, I hope it does. I don't want to keep, you know, I don't want to cast any sort of a negative juju out there over it, but he was kind of being realistic about it. So any show that you're going to, and I hope this tour goes to, I guess, to a point where we're going overseas again, because I'm getting excited. I'm like, what if I talk to a fan 
yeah, I've had fans from other countries on as part of fan obsession, but to have somebody in, you know, India or Israel come on and give a show, uh, a review from that show, you know, I think that would just be an awesome experience. So I want this tour to continue for so many different reasons. For sure. There's yeah. a, um, Going back to the, to that, you know, there there was a guy getting in touch with me. I I had mentioned online that I had the the a couple of Fargo lithographs, and I was like, well, I got one for me, I got one for Brando, and then uh, I had another one, and his, I think his name is Marco. He reached out to me, and he's like, dude, I'll, I would love to have it if you don't mind shipping it to the UK. And he said, I've seen you on Brando's podcast, you and Ginger, and uh, he he said, yeah, I watch all of Brando's podcasts, and uh, um. He said, you know, I, how much he loves your podcast, too. So, you know, just uh, I know there would be quite a few. You had that guy from Greece. Where was the guy from Greece? Was that Connie, I want to say? Yeah, yeah. Because I was re-listening. It was, I've been posting as I'm trying to promote this new Twitter, just going back and finding some old interview clips to post on there. And I think Connie was the one who co-hosted my second interview with Brain. I yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was listening to it on the plane. Yeah, if anybody go back and listen to it, he said, especially now, it's interesting to hear what he says. You know, talking about what we now know is Silkworm's absurd. Like he's just, he's like, yeah, there was this punk song and I couldn't get it right. And like, yeah, it's just very interesting to go back and listen to some of these episodes, interviews, uh, given where we are now. So, yeah, that's that's cool, Eric. And I'm sure it was cool for you to be like, hey, I saw you on that episode, you know, interviewing, yeah. which is an experience. And that's what I'm doing here with you, uh, to, with the, to you today, Nikki, is I want to give this radio podcast experience to people, especially, I mean, if there's a rock star involved, because I'm not one, it's even more exciting. Uh, so who knows? Oh, I didn't ask you this, Nikki. Then who's your favorite band then? I guess if it's not Guns N' Roses, who's your number one? My number one. I don't know. My very first concert I ever went to was Metallica. Okay. Oh, and I still have my concert t-shirt from that. And that was when I was 16. So 32 years ago. Wow. Okay. Um, So I love Metallica, Anthrax. I love Guns N' Roses. I love, oh my gosh, so many. Yeah. We've seen so many great bands together. We've been to so many shows here. You know, Buck Cherry is a lot of fun and yeah. beautiful creatures. And yeah. Awesome. Yeah. See, I don't yeah. have one specific favorite because he gets mad at me when he gets in my car and I have hip hop nation on. I, I, I listen to a variety. Sometimes I'm a gangster. Sometimes I'm the seventies channel. It just depends on my vibe that day. You know, I, right on. I will pop in <laughs> oh, you're a little bit more stable than uh, Eric and I, who we're we're a little too obsessed. But I agree. That, that's okay. That's okay. Oh, I love it. So again, it's just putting giving people uh, their experiences, and you're giving me an experience talking to you. So this is just a, a fun way to meet all through this GNR uh, themed uh, bar mitzvah party of a broadcast. I will tell you guys now. I guess it's breaking news on the AFD front or the guest front, I guess I should say. I'm afraid to announce it because I've gotten, it hasn't gotten the official dotted line or whatever. Oh, here we go. Uh, uh, Jerry Cantrell. Oh, no way. They're hopefully going to get uh, Jerry Congrats, Cantrell. brother. They, they're, they're telling me next Thursday at uh, 3 o'clock is where I'm going to be taping with him, you know, for like a half an hour. And, and I, it's just the way I am. Until something happens, until I see him, you know, oh, something can go awry, but 
Sure. Yeah, that could happen. So Jerry Cantrell should be the next uh, big guest. I already announced uh, Matt Sorum going to be happening. Uh, That's great. Yeah, uh, next, uh, next month, he's going to be back on the podcast. So very exciting. So while these fan interviews are so much fun, they really are. There, there's no pressure. I don't feel like I'm going to ask the wrong you know, question. You know, I'm not going to get yelled at by uh, indirectly by GNR management, you know, by, right. talking, by talking to you guys. Uh, but the, uh, of course, to get on some big names is, is fun. And what has helped elevate me to this point where people like Eric and, you know, people from the UK know who, know who I am. Yeah. Uh, so I had to get some people, you know, some people on the podcast first. So anyway, now I'm just rambling because I'm excited to talk to you. I mean, see, Eric, you're yeah. like, I can talk about this for an hour. I, I, yeah. I I'm, I'm doing that. And I, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a problem. So uh, <laughs> stay tuned for uh, the next, uh, next guests as far as, again, reviews. You know, if you want to review an upcoming show, hit me up on social media, Facebook, Instagram, new Twitter at the AFD podcast. Uh, you can watch this episode if you haven't, haven't subscribed on YouTube yet. YouTube channel slowly but surely uh, approaching that thousand subscriber uh, mark. I was late on that game. I've been late in all these games. I'm glad I've been able to accomplish what I've been able to accomplish. Yeah, so, Brian uh, and Eric, thank you for robocop i still don't know how to process that thank you yeah uh, when is the so when's the next episode when's the next review of the afd show well in the words of axel rose concerning chinese democracy you'll see it i don't know as soon as the word thanks to the lame ass security i'm going home